Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is David Michael. And I'm Michael Carter. And we are... Ridiculously, Ridiculously Bored. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. I just have you on mute, so I don't hear <laughs> Kind of like I had you on mute when I dialed in. Speaking of uh, technical difficulties, uh, I got to bring this up because my wife mentioned it. I think it was today, actually, and it made me laugh out loud. And it's rare that somebody else makes fun of you. That makes me laugh out loud, but she did. She saw your post on the, uh, the on, I think it was on Instagram or Facebook on the last episode. Okay. And like the bottom and the top are cut off. So you can't even see like the title. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and she's like, you need to fire your social media guy. I'm like, my social media guy's like techno tard. Yeah. I don't know why that's happening. But considering you're the one who's supposed to be doing those, um, I have, I have no idea something. how to do it. You have, yeah, no, you so have I, no other useful skills. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> While maybe true, still hurts. <laughs> um, how was your week? It was good. It was good. But I have a question for you first. Okay. Is there a better object out there right now that does exactly what its name is better than an Apple Core? I was a little before this, I was actually using it for an Apple. That thing is fucking perfect. I guess it, it depends on what kind you got. And there's like, I don't know, there's a whole variety of them, right? Like we used to have this one from, I think it was like Pampered Chef, where it looks like, it looks like a shiv, but it's got like a round end to it. And you just kind of like stick it through the, you know, the core and then you pull it back out and then there's a hole in the middle of the apple, a perfect round hole in the middle of the apple. And most of the apple core is gone. Yeah. So right? that's, see, that's fancier than it needs to be. I'm talking about the old school, kind of the three or four guillotine type shaped crosses. And you just Hold push on. it directly through the apple. Repeat after me. Guillotine. 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 Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you may proceed. You know, my, my daughter at one point, when she was very, very young, we were saying peekaboo to her. And so we would go peek, and she would go peek, and we'd go uh, and she'd go uh, and then we'd go boo, and she'd go boo, and then we'd go peekaboo, and she'd go ababoo. <laughs> so she couldn't say the words together, even though she could say them individually. And we actually have a video of it. It's pretty funny. Um all right, so guillotine, 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 creatine, whatever you it want to call been, it, since, but it has all the blades. class in fourth grade. Yeah. Since uh, who's the uh, lady who got her head cut off? Queen Victoria, right? I think it was. Oh, I don't know. Oh, so history is not your thing, is it, techno boy? <laughs> <laughs> history is not my thing. All I right. can't even remember what the fuck I had for breakfast. <laughs> so... I, I had to be reminded, there's two golden rules of buffets. First rule is don't go dinner food, dessert food, dinner food, dessert food. Then you just end up getting sick, right? Um, Learn that the hard way quite a few times over buffets. The second golden rule. I didn't rule, realize there were rules for buffets. Yeah, I thought you just show first, up. And that first rule you should have known. Um, the second rule, because you're so fit, you might not know. The second, I've never gone for seconds at a buffet. <laughs> Oh, come on. I'm calling bullshit on that. You've never gone up to get something else. 
Um, usually I'll eat one thing and then when I'm done with that, I'll get something else. And then when I'm done with that, I will get dessert. I don't, I don't, I don't go through cycles of, Hey, I'm going to eat breakfast. Oh, now I'm going to eat lunch. Oh, now I'm going to eat dinner. Oh, it's only been 15 minutes. Yeah. It's people like you that they like because you pay the full price and you just get the little bit of shit. Yeah. So the first golden rule, no dinner, dessert, dinner, dessert, dinner. You end up throwing up. Fact. (laughs) 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 The second golden rule is, and I re-experienced it this week at work because at work now, We've been trying to get everybody into the office one day a week. And to help entice people to come in, we're ordering in lunch each day. The second, and so we set out this buffet type layout. Second golden rule is don't be a fat guy first in line. (laughs) (laughs) So the administrative assistant who put out the stuff, I guess, decided to take a photo of it to send it around to the group to be like, hey, the food's out. But people had already started lining up. And so... You could go down the left or the right. I was on the right. Somebody else was on the left. I keep arguing with people because it's amazing how many people reached out to me that was like, really, you were first in line? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not so sure HR frowns on this. I just, want to, I just want to point that out. So I had to keep telling people, I'm like, look, I was second. The lady went first the other way, and then I went my side. I go, so I might have been first on my side. <laughs> but I got reminded again of that golden rule of don't be a fat guy in front of the buffet. <laughs> Okay. All right. I, uh, I gave up eating buffets when I was in college and buffets were the most affordable option for, for college students to get a decent amount of food. And I proceeded to watch a little boy in front of me pick his nose and then oh. reach and grab a roll out of a basket of like bread and uh, a, a, you know, a bread roll. And, uh, and yeah, that was, that was literally, I walked off the line and I've never gone back to a buffet since then of any kind. Well, Vegas. You've been to buffets in Vegas. Um, only at fucking 7 a.m. after we were out until 4 a.m. because Fat Boy needs to get up and eat. <laughs> First in line. <laughs> First in line, yeah. That's the only reason why I go to buffets in I Vegas. Can, I cannot trust anything you're saying about buffets now. You said you've never gone up after the first time, and then you're like, I get something, I go up, I sit down, I go up, I sit down. <laughs> Second thing is I never go to buffets since this thing. We go to one every year, at least one in Vegas each year. Yeah, but the difference is you eat a meal, and then you go get dessert. And then you eat another meal, and then you go get dessert. That's not quite the same. Yeah, I don't. Me I getting don't. a salad, and then finishing the salad, and then going and getting a main course, and then finishing the main course, not the same. I do. I I don't do well at buffets. <laughs> you, actually, you do really well. It's well, the restaurant that doesn't do well. <laughs> financially, they don't do well. But there's no like, there's no off switch, right? There's. There's a point where it's almost like one of those movies where they're pulling the person out of like a burning building or something. That's what it feels like at the end. Because I'm like, no, I got another plate full. I can keep going. Yeah, I don't do well at those. I almost always um, get too much. Like I'll, I'll get a plate full. Like if I go for a main course, I'll get like a plate full. I want to try everything and I'll have like a bite of each. And then I'm like, all right, that was a waste. I'm done. Well, that's a, that's what's perfect about a buffet, right? is you fill up your plate with all this stuff. And then if you don't like it, you don't eat it. Um, Ideally, you don't take too much, but, you know, it's one of those you eat with your eyes first, your nose and your eyes. So you look at it, you're like, oh, this is going to be fucking amazing. And then you sit down and you're like, oh, my God, that's right. 
they're trying to serve 5,000 people here tonight. This tastes like shit. <laughs> so so you, move, you move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's actually one of the, I love cruises. It's one of the things that I don't like about cruises is most restaurants on a cruise come in the form of a buffet. And I'm um, just not a fan at all of a buffet for 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 said reasons, but uh, I just just am not a fan. All right. Well, so that that was one of the main things that happened in my week. How was your week this week? Yeah, my week was fine. Um, I think my dad's finally getting released back to the home. I know we talked about this last week, but nice. it still hasn't happened yet. So <laughs> we're still. Uh, we're still waiting on that. Other than that, um, the wife's out of town, so I kind of have a hall pass this week, but it's not really a hall pass because I've literally been working from like 6 a.m. this morning until 7 p.m. tonight and then get up tomorrow and do it again. Fun, fun stuff. I, I have not left the house literally in like 48 hours. Like I walked outside today. I'm like, oh, oh, it's nice out. <laughs> yeah, so a couple things there. That's That's one of the effects of COVID. There's been days where I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't gone outside in three fucking days. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's one. Two, I'm relatively sure that uh, Hall Pass was a movie. <laughs> you might use the wrong term here. Hall Pass was a movie that the guy was allowed to go out or cheat on his wife. The Hall Pass. So I think you <laughs> no, might not have the same Hall the Pass. Incorrect words there. Uh, hall Pass is typically used in the term of, hey, I don't have any obligations. I can do whatever I want this week. That's a hall pass. Now, gotcha. just because you saw a movie once that skewed its definition, don't apply that shit to me, brother. All right. So we're going to be coming up on our one-year anniversary soon. Yes, we are. This is what? This is episode 48. So um, episode 50, as it turns out, because we took two weeks off last year, episode 50 ends up being exactly our one-year anniversary, our 52nd week of doing this, which is crazy given that you and I both have the attention span of a fucking squirrel. Yep. And so, you know, we're going to try to... The problem is, as any of you who've listened to every episode, there's a lot of episodes, and we're going to try to put together maybe a best of that uh, we can release kind of around the holidays, but that would also mean you and I going through about 50 hours of stuff we've recorded. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll do a 10 episodes at a clip. Maybe we'll do something like that and we'll do a couple of them. Who knows? But that's something we have to do. So, yeah, I mean, I can't believe it's been a year. I'm First of all, I can't believe it's been, what, 19 months now that we've been in COVID, right? So that's one. Yeah, that's crazy. And then two, that we've been doing this for a year. I mean, it's relatively flown by, right? Yeah. You missed a good uh, a good segue. We were talking about uh, having a hall pass, and I see in our notes we have something about dating sites. Yeah, tell me about that. So I I was with a coworker last week, and she was talking about dating sites. Right, she's been using, and one of the things is like I've always said. So my wife and I met through a friend. I'm like if my wife and I would never have been connected on a dating site. I don't know how you feel about it, but. Your, you and your wife, my wife and I, like we would have given such different answers, such different ideas, such different what we like, what we don't. We never would have been connected. So she was talking about this date, dating site and this one's called, I think it was Hinge is what it's called. And if I remember correctly, their slogan is like the dating app to be deleted, right? Meaning you're going to find somebody. So <laughs> Or it sucks so bad you're going to hate it. That too. So... She was talking about it a little bit and, you know, she said a lot of first dates. She's like, I haven't gotten many second dates. 
So after a bunch of her comments, I'm like, I got to see your profile. I'm like, I got to see what you have on there. So she brings it up. And I, I don't know. I, I've never used the site, so I don't know what you want to call it. But maybe the home screen, let's call it, has five photos or so of her with like two words under each one. So basically, my guess is that's your selling point, right? That's supposed to be your how to reel them in. And she has such minimal words on there that clearly anybody who is going to pick her is purely going to be on looks. Then one of the photos, and I actually called her out on it. I'm like, this photo's got to be 10 years old. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and so then, then I started rolling and then I felt bad because I'm like, is it possible that somebody's expecting this and they're getting 10 years later? <laughs> like, like oh, that, that's one of the problems. And look, <laughs> and she's not an ugly girl, but. The point of it is, you know, yeah. like the, the old joke I've heard a lot about dating websites is icebergs, right? The the person shows their photo and their face and they have a relatively attractive face and then their body just gets wall really <laughs> wide underneath. <laughs> so they call so it an iceberg. So I think I think <laughs> I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> I don't think that's how they use that term. <laughs> yeah, there's just a little bit up above the water because the iceberg, the main part is underground, under the water. Typically, that's used in the uh, in the context of the tip of the iceberg, meaning you see just a little bit, but you get so much more once you actually get to know that person. Well, exactly. You see just a little bit the face, <laughs> and then you get that whole entire body that just goes really wide underneath the surface. It's like in The Princess Bride, where the uh, the genius keeps on saying, inconceivable, yeah. and then Inigo Montoya is finally like, ah, are you sure you know what that word means? Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, based on you having been you know, married 20 something years ago and then divorced. And then you met your current wife, not that long after. Have you ever used any dating sites in that little brief period that you were no, in the middle? No, I did not. Um, and I'm thankful that I didn't because I've actually have friends that are on dating sites now. And well, it's no longer sites, it's apps, right? I mean, everybody's got a phone app. Nobody's using a website anymore. Right. Um, but I actually know I know a couple of couples that I went to their wedding um, within the last couple of years that met on, uh, on dating sites, uh, or, or apps like, uh, Bumble, um, never Tinder, never, never met a couple that's, that stayed together <laughs> after Tinder. I'm sure there's people uh, who've told you stories, met this girl on Tinder this weekend, dot, dot, dot. Uh, no, it's usually, uh, yeah, I've met these five women on Tinder last week and, uh, and met up with them this <laughs> week. Uh, no, it's, um, and, and you're, you're right in that. I think, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, I think they call it catfishing. And whether it's intentional or not, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I have a, uh, a very close family member that, um, I don't know if it's on Facebook, but there's, there's a picture of that person on Facebook. And the picture is at least 25 years old. <laughs> And that's like the the picture, like the one picture when you see that person. So uh, um, that's kind of funny. But I don't I don't do well with that, right? Because I would here's here's how this would go in my world. I'd swipe left, swipe right. I don't even fucking know. Like I would I would find a match, right? And I'd be right. like, hey, let's go go grab a drink or something like that, right? We'd meet up at a bar. We'd sit down. We'd order drinks. And the first thing I'd say is, you got to be fucking kidding me. 
the picture that is in this app is not the same person as who I'm standing here right now. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I can't sugarcoat that. I, w- I would be so pissed if would, someone catfished me like that. I would foresee a lot of first dates for you. <laughs> <laughs> My, I had a friend once years and years ago. It wasn't a dating site. I don't know how she met the person. You know, this is fucking 20 years ago, so I don't even think there were many dating sites at the time. But she's the only person I ever know who has done this. In the middle of the date, she actually just said to the guy, you know what? We both know this isn't working. I'm going home. She got up and left. (laughs) Like normally even people just sit through it, I guess, even if they didn't like it. Yeah. Um, And I've actually in my life, I've only been on one blind date and it worked out well. So I had no um, issues with if that ever had happened again, but it didn't like, um, but like the one blind date I went on worked out pretty well. So it's yeah, interesting. I've, I've never, never been, never want to be. I told my wife, I said, if we, if our, our relationship doesn't work out, I'm, I'm done. I don't, I don't have the patience for the whole dating thing. And the, the, ugh, I just don't. I'm Does done. this fall under fool me once? Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. <laughs> if, you get, if you get divorced again, there will be no thrice. I will be done. There will be no, no further, no further relationships. And so marriages. we know somebody, Salsa, right, who I, I could be wrong, it's, it, but it's around this number. It's either his fifth or his sixth marriage his he's sixth. on. Yeah, right? sixth marriage. And like for one point, thing, I think you, you get a card and you're a pro. Like you, you definitely get discounts a, at the wedding hall. Pro. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely get discounts at the wedding hall. So I told him, I said, like, if nothing else, you are 100% the great optimist, right? Because you keep doing this, expecting these shits to work. And every time they fail, it's all different reasons, granted, but every time it's failed. His, his latest one, he's been with, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years now, uh, interestingly enough. But uh-huh. um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to comment on that. I have so much to say on that. I don't want to. <laughs> it's just that's, it's just landmines there <laughs> landmines yeah. everywhere so um speaking of of dating and or maybe not doing the appropriate thing there's a video that's been circulating on on the web of a uh a, and, and you know i love me some amazon.com i'm a prime member uh, i use the entire amazon ecosystem there's been a video of a uh, an amazon prime truck and uh a gal half dressed gets out of the back of this truck and like runs into her house. And I, the, the comments are just absolute comedic gold. If you just read through the comments, like, you know, people saying like, Hey, he just needed everybody relax. He just needed to show her his package yeah. or, uh, she's, she's got that Amazon prime plus membership. Yeah, and now and, I know why my package is in two days and stuff like that. <laughs> or it's smushed, right? That's why my package is damaged. Um, I just, it's, first of all, why is she climbing out of the back of the truck, right? So let's, let, let me take a few few guesses here that I'm probably right on. You're not married or to her. Okay, number one. Yeah, that would be a guess. Number two, you are married, not to her. <laughs> Right, because I don't know a whole lot of women that would just say, hey, "Yeah, let's hang out in the back of a truck with a bunch of boxes and box cutters and straps and uh, and, and some popcorn." No, I don't, I don't know a whole lot of women that'll do that uh, without but without trying to hide some. I get kind of the, some of the questions are like, "How does she know this person?" Right? 
like if it's somebody she knows and the person happens to work for Amazon, then I guess it's just what they thought was a convenient way to hook up. But like, I, I don't know about you, but my fucking delivery guy doesn't even wait for me to come to the door when it's something I have to sign for. <laughs> like I go to the door and they're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll sign for you. All right. All right. See you later. And they yeah. walk away. So I, you're not really getting too friendly with these people, especially with COVID, right? Of all things. So look, the way it looks from the video, clearly she was in the back fucking, right? Mm -hmm. So Well, there are there are front doors, right? So if you were just a passenger, why wouldn't you just get out the, the, the front? Right. And she didn't look like he was trying to sneak her over any given border, right? So right. That, that doesn't play into it. Look, I just, in this day and age, cameras are everywhere. Like, for one way or another, you have to think somebody's watching you no matter what you're doing. And so the fact of the matter is, and like you see a lot on the like the ring cams, right? Like I have ring cam and mm -hmm. and I think you have Nest and those type things. There's those shits are recording all the time. So people are constantly getting caught on those. You see videos online of like car wrecks that happen in front of a house, somebody getting fucking shot in front of a house, somebody hitting yeah. a sign in front of a house. Like you just I don't know how you think, oh, I'm just gonna walk out of this truck and just go along my merry way with like no shoes on. Barely dressed, like it just—I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I, and and along that same point, we've talked about the whole Gabby Petito Brian Laundry thing. How did Brian Laundry go? You know, six weeks without without being seen somewhere on some camera. Um, obviously, we know he was dead for at least half of that, based upon the the remains that they found. But that's one way. <laughs> yeah, that's one way. You just die, right? Um, but. From him leaving the house to him going to that wherever he ended up, I'm just I'm shocked that there wasn't more footage of him, you know, doing that. Yeah, like when the Boston bombing happened and people were complaining how long it took the FBI and CIA and all those people to find the person. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, it was about a day and a half. Yeah. And they basically followed the guy from like convenience store camera to mm -hmm. department store camera, to parking lot camera, to bank camera. Like, it was yeah, so fucking impressive. Yeah, they were able to piece together the entire yeah. thing. That I'm like, I, people they were so spoiled now. You know, it's the old, uh, speaking of people canceled, it's the old Louis C.K. thing where he talks about when you send a text message and you're not happy how long it takes. And he's like, it goes to fucking space and then bounces <laughs> back down. He's like, give it a second. <laughs> so uh, That's funny. So have you seen that this January 6th thing from uh, D.C. still keeps coming up? Trump still keeps popping why. up in the news. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't I mean, clearly they have to finish the investigation and some people won't let it rest. And I'm kind of over it. And I think most of the country's over it and they're ready to kind of move on from the whole thing. Yeah, it's a tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes people are stupid in crowds, and they just kind of follow the next guy. Um, but I just the the pure idiocracy of it is driving me absolute mad, and I don't know when it's ever going to end. Um, it's just it's 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 been what? It's been a year. It was January, right? So it's almost been a year. Yeah, and it's been a year almost since the election. And they're still claiming voter fraud. Some guy just recently said that he did fill out his like dead wife's um, ballot. So you, know, you only need one. Once you have one, people are like, oh, see, one did it. That means thousands yeah, did it. That's the thing is 
is is there was there voter fraud? Yes, there is. Every election, whether it be state level, federal level, county level, town council, uh, class president. All right, there's probably <laughs> some level of fraud going oh, on. Class president. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so I think we just got some insight to some class presidency. David won in college. There, I did but... not. Never, never was voted the most popular person in the class for sure. Well, that's not um, a surprise. That's not what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, when you get voted class president, it's a, it's a, it's a publicity, it's a, it's a popularity contest. But yeah, I, it, yes, fraud happened. Did fraud happen on a federal level, on a coordinated global, or I, I guess you can't say it's global, but you know, a, a, on a on a countrywide or a statewide level? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but there's been zero proof that that has happened. So, mm -hmm. and I think it's been anything that's come up has been debunked again and again and again, no matter how much you want to argue it. And it's just it's kind of crazy. In fact. I saw, was it a week or two ago, Donald Trump actually came out and said that if they don't fix the election fraud, of which there's never been proven, but if they don't fix this unproven fraud, then he's going to tell all of his supporters to sit out the next election. Yeah. And so that makes zero sense to me. I don't know. Right? I don't know how, in his mind, that's helpful to him. Right. So it, it, so is that a case of just in case he if he runs again and he loses, he could be like, yeah, I told people not to vote. That's why I lost. Like, that just makes no sense. Yeah, I, I don't I think what he I think that message, I think he thinks that that's his way of threatening the Republican Party to get their shit together and to back him. I mean, if you think about it from from that perspective, it makes sense. It's an empty threat, I think, because he would obviously be shooting, you know, himself in the foot if if he were to do that. There's no there's no chance that he's going to run. I mean, there's no chance that he's not going to run in the next election. I mean, that's a that's a it's a foregone conclusion. But I think that's his way of saying, look, you're going to either ride with me or I'm going to take the entire party down. And if I'm a Republican and I sit there and I go, okay, well, this guy was able to rally almost half the country behind him do we want to risk putting you know 60 70 democrats in the senate and then having them take a ridiculous hold over the house and then obviously potentially winning the presidency for another four years do do the damage that that would do to the republican party would last for decades right so if I'm a Republican, I'm sitting there going, I think we might have to get behind this guy one more time, because if we don't, he's going to he's going to burn down the entire fucking house. See, here's the thing, though. I I think there's a lot of people who are behind him anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I just I mean, I don't know. I don't I've never I have a problem with authority and I have a problem with threats like that. So, yeah, that's so do I. I mean, I think government in general and I don't want to get too political, but I think our government clearly has issues. Um, and, and by the way, every government has issues, right? Every, every one of them, there's some level of corruption going on. Um, I think the, the bigger problem for me at least is I don't see an end to it. I don't, I don't see a future where that's not an issue and there's, there's nobody coming in and there's no young up and comers that I go, 
this guy, when he gets 10 more years older or whatever, is going to is going to potentially solve our problems. I, I don't, don't see any of that. All those guys who, who are coming up, the younger guys just get smashed in everything. Yeah. So there's been a bunch of them in the New York City um, elections recently where there's all these people that are like, this is the next person, this young and up and coming guy, girl, whoever it is, and they just get smashed in the process. Yeah. And then slowly all of them start falling away and it becomes these old wrinkly white people that, like it's always been, right? Well, it's, it's And planned, I don't understand right? why. I mean, when you get in office, the, the goal from day one becomes to stay in office. Mm -hmm. So not only are you thinking about when you're running again, you're thinking about what kind of rules and regulations can I put in place that make it hard for guys not like me to get elected. And you're seeing a lot of that, both on the Democrat and the Republican side. And it's, I mean, I think what, you know, here we are 20, 30 years down the road from when you and I are kids, we're seeing a lot of the repercussions of that type of thinking. You've got a lot of guys, a lot of old guys that are in office that no longer, most of them can't spell Instagram, let alone pick up a phone and use it. So now they're trying to navigate these waters and they just don't get it. So they're just so out of touch with reality. And uh, I just, I don't see an end to it. It's crazy. Yeah, so somebody who's been called a technotard in this episode alone, I don't appreciate those kind of comments. <laughs> So, you know, one of the things you talk about, like staying in office and, you know, how like a lot of decisions are made and a lot of bills are passed where it's like, OK, we want to do this and I can't get enough votes. So you wanted a gun law. You guys will vote for me if I add the gun law to this. OK, I'm going to add the gun law. And then you're going to big tobacco. You're going to do this. If I do this, OK, I'll add that to it. So they start adding on to it to eventually get all the votes they need. One of the best lines, and I'm not a Democrat, but I really did like Obama. One of the best lines was when Obama was giving a speech shortly, it might have been the State of the Union, shortly after he won his second election. Um, he was telling people, in essence, the next four years, I'm going to do what's right. You know, I'm not here to worry about any other elections. And the Republicans in the room started applauding. And he went, uh -huh. oh, yeah, that's because I won all of them. <laughs> right? so, so, like, he put them right in their place. So that was yeah, just a great line funny. about, um, you should talk yeah. about the next election. It's funny, though, because like if... If you look back in history, and again, I'm not a historian, but um, dating all the way back to, you know, the founding fathers, there were a handful of people that always wanted to do right by the people. Um, but then there were always guys in the history of, uh, and, you know, I mean, it's true. They're, they're men, right? Um, I can't, you know, can't say people. They were, they, were, they were men. There were men that took advantage of those positions of power from the earliest days of, of government in this country, and even dating back to like, you know, Europe and England prior to the United States, there's always someone that's that's taking advantage of, of being in a position of powder, pow powder, <laughs> power. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, I don't know if you can take, it's, it's almost like human nature. Can you really take that out of a human? You put someone in play, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I'll use myself as an example. I spent... Um, the better part of seven and a half to eight years training martial arts, mixed martial arts, boxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling, judo, you name it. And over the course of that time, I got real fucking confident and cocky. And I mean, it got to a point where I walked into a bar 
I felt like, all right, I, I looked around the room and, and was like, yep, I can pretty much beat the shit out of anybody in this room. And I remember a point in my life where I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why would that thought even, even occur in my mind? And I ended up quitting. And I was like, this isn't healthy. Like, I can't, I can't keep doing this because all I'm doing is, is, is messing with my head. And I, I don't, e I don't even know how to describe it. But there was a, there was a very distinct point where I was like, this is crazy. I got to stop. Like, this is insane. Yeah. And that, that goes back to the two things of one, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And two, you're a douche. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. I was, here was a heartfelt moment where I was ex ex exploiting some vulnerability that I've experienced in my life. And then you took advantage of it with a punch. Maybe you remember that the next time you make fun of how I say guillotine. You're still a techno tard. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about any of the other topics you have on here before I, I want to end with Pop-Tarts? Yeah, I was going to say you put strawberry Pop-Tarts on there. I'm like, all right, I can rally around that. Some lady, and since it is a lawsuit of public record, her name is Anita Harris, is and has filed a lawsuit and is a fucking moron. So hold on. Okay, go ahead explain this lawsuit i don't know what you're talking about oh, no no i'm gonna get into it but I'm i have a problem with strawberry pop tots right now so i that's just, this is why when i saw this topic i'm like oh i'm jumping i hope it's a class action lawsuit oh it is a fucking class action lawsuit oh i'm, I'm like in you. there i'm fucking in there so she has filed a class action lawsuit against kellogg's because she said that it's misleading consumers by promoting that strawberry pop tarts have and i want to get this right a greater relative and absolute amount of strawberries than it actually does. <laughs> so she's saying the fact is, based on the ingredients, it has strawberries, pears, and apples. So her claim is that Pop-Tarts, and again, I want to get this right, cannot provide a true strawberry taste. And if she had known that, she wouldn't have bought the Pop-Tarts in the first place. I hope that's your issue because then no, you can fall in the same category. This lady's a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, she is an idiot. I'm very disappointed in that. No, I bought a box of uh, Pop Tarts, and I have I've been a Pop Tart fanatic since I was a kid. Right? I don't eat them often, but when I do, it's like my sacred moment. It's like, all right, this is going to be my cheat meal, and I'm going to freaking it's 400 calories of just absolute goodness. Right? I'm going to be in heaven for the next 32 seconds because that's how long it takes me to eat them. Um, I bought a box of strawberry pop tarts and I always, you have to put them in the toaster. Cause in, in, in my opinion, if you're not cooking pop tarts in the toaster, you're, you're, you're just doing yourself a disservice. Microwaves right, we're, we're gonna get do to not that. work because the microwave just makes it all soft and soggy, but it's gotta be hot. It's gotta be from a toaster. Anyways, I bought this box of pop, pop tarts, strawberry flavored with the, the strawberry frosting and I shit you not. It tasted like something out of a, of a chemistry class. It was so disgusting. And I've never had strawberry Pop-Tarts since then. Uh, I'm a big cherry Pop-Tart fan, but uh, strawberry, it, I used to get that Costco, you know, where it had like the three flavors. It had the cherry, the strawberry, and the blueberry. Uh, and the blueberry used to be my least favorite. Now it's, it's the strawberry. I don't know if they changed something in the in the recipe, but or maybe there's not enough strawberries in there, but no good. So as part of this, that you're remembering things from your childhood and you're expecting those same flavors as an adult, right? Because your taste buds have changed. Yeah. You know, as a kid, Pop-Tarts were fucking amazing. As an adult, 
they they fill a sweet need, but it doesn't have that same feeling. So a couple things. One, I don't think Pop-Tarts always have to be toasted. I think they're perfectly edible, um, right out of the package, cold. All right, well, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Um, yours happens to be wrong, but you're entitled to it. Go ahead. So the other thing is there's so many interesting flavors out there now. Cookies and cream, chocolate mm-hmm. chips, s'mores, things like that. Why are, why are you kicking it old school with these basic flavors that they've had for 40 years? Were they out of brown sugar? No, if I want a cookie, I'll go get a cookie. I don't want a fucking Pop-Tart that tastes like a cookie. All right. To me, that defeats the purpose. The reason why I like Pop-Tarts is because where else can you get that Pop-Tart shaped thing with like jam or jelly stuffed in the middle of it with some frosting on top? That's that's a very unique item, right? Cookie, like, you know, the cookie dough flavored Pop-Tarts or the brownie flavored or the brown sugar. I can go get that somewhere else. Why would I want a fake cookie? Doesn't make any sense. How do you feel about um, the Smuckers, Smuckers? Smuckers Uncrustables, which is (laughs) the peanut butter and jelly in white bread, frozen, and you're supposed to thaw them out. Do you thaw them out if you have those? Do you ever eat those? So I I don't eat those. However, my son absolutely fucking loves them and so much so that we have to buy them at costco in like the the 24 pack because the the small box you can get at the local supermarket is not is not enough um he will eat them frozen i prefer them thawed but cold uh and i don't like them hot so i won't microwave them but i don't um, think i've ever microwaved one of those but yeah but uh yeah those are pretty goddamn good for for what they are so here's the only issue with the Costco size. So the Costco size, you end up paying, I don't know the exact number, but let's say 50 cents for each one. Mm-hmm. If you buy it at your local supermarket, it's like $1.25 for each one. It's such a difference in price that you have to go Costco or BJ's or one of those type things. Right. Um, they only have the grape ones. So there's a couple other flavors mm-hmm. out there that you yeah. can get in supermarkets, but you can't get at Costco. Yeah. So I'm a big strawberry fan. I like strawberry we've, jam. We've no, in- strawberry Pop-Tarts. Yeah, in, in just about anything. Not not strawberry Pop-Tarts. Not anymore, anyways. Right. I do want to join that class action lawsuit so I can get my $7.52 <laughs> when, the, when the lawyers take $15 million. How about the thing, I think it's called Goobers, right? Which is the absolute ghetto version of peanut butter and jelly that both of them are in one jar. And so if you couldn't afford two jars, you buy one jar and you get both of them. Have you ever had that? No, goobers. I thought goobers were like the movie theater candy that you buy that come in like a box. I think, yeah, goobers are with nuts. Raisinets are with raisins, right? Okay. Hence raisinets. Right. But I think it is called Smucker's Goobers Jam. I think it is called that. And it has peanut butter and jelly in it. It is like the epitome of how can I save money and only get one thing. <laughs> but it's Smucker's branded? Yeah, I believe so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I've not I've not seen those. But what what is your other like guilty pleasure like from your childhood? Look at me. Do you think I have one? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you got to pick like if you could think back like I'll tell you I've already told you my ice cream one, right? It's the Mm -hmm. the good humor toasted almond. Um, My my breakfast one besides Pop-Tarts is fucking Fruity Pebbles cereal. I will put that shit on anything. And you know this like there's a place there's an ice cream place here where they call Cream Street where they actually 
they make the ice cream in front of you using like liquid nitrogen. And because they make it so fast, you can get any flavor you want and you put any topping or anything in it. I always get Fruity Pebble flavored ice cream and it's fucking amazing. What is your one thing from your childhood? It could, it could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner that is your is your absolute go-to thing that you would, every time you see it, you get giddy. Right, so before I go into that, Fruity Pebbles, have you had it in a bowl recently with milk? I have not, so <laughs> sadly. <laughs> we recently we saw it, like we were checking out and they had it like one of those point of purchase displays. It was right there. It was two for one. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had this in so fucking long. Let me get this. So my wife was giving me a hard time about this impulse buy. What I realized, and I don't remember this as a kid, but what I realized is you could only basically put two or three spoonfuls in a bowl at a time because they turn to mush almost immediately. Yeah, they don't, they don't last very long. So in essence, I fill up a bowl with milk. I put a little bit in, eat it, put a little bit more in, eat it. The next thing I know, the box is almost gone, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, the one thing from my childhood, which I've been trying to recreate, and I don't know how it was made or what it was, but or what ingredients they used. When we used to walk to school every day, we used to walk down my street, go to the public schools at the bottom of the hill. There was a convenience store there that sold um, pizza bagels, they called it. And mm -hmm. I'm not talking these little shit ones that you find in the freezer now where you get like 12 in a pack and you throw them in the microwave. It was one of their bagels that was fresh for the day. They threw on cheese. They threw on sauce. And 75, 50 cents, 75 cents at the time. It was many years ago. And on the way home, <clears throat> we used to get one of those a lot. I've been trying to recreate that flavor profile. And I don't know what it was. I've tried jarred sauces. I've tried homemade sauces. I've tried better cheeses, not as good cheeses. That's the one thing from my childhood that I really miss, right. right? That I've tried to recreate and I haven't been able to. So did they toast it or microwave it? Was it soggy or was it crispy? Uh, I think they microwaved it is my guess. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't I don't necessarily like I, I would actually have guessed Pop Tarts would have been like that kind of guilty pleasure where once in a while I rehab that that's something I remember as a kid. I don't really think I have many others. Yeah, I got I mean, so <laughs> So you were you were here last time you were here. I think we talked about the fruity. Uh, I guess Post has its like you know it was its fiftieth or its seventieth seventy fifth anniversary. So they're doing fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles everything right. So um, they had the coffee creamer that was fruity pebbles flavored and cocoa pebbles flavored, which was awesome. I bought that. Yep. I've not been able to get it since. So I think it was limited limited time only. Um, also, my daughter and I were having a movie night one night, and we went to the uh, the grocery store, and we found Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles flavored ice cream, oh. and bought like the big five gallon jugs of each of those, and uh, proceeded to eat eat those relatively quick over the next week. But um, yeah, those that's like the one thing where I'm in a supermarket, and I'm like, wait, wait. Fruity Pebbles flavored beer? Hell yes. Get in my belly. Like, just take my fucking wallet, will you? Yeah. See, I think it's the nostalgia factor for things like that. I think that's what draws you to them. For sure. All right. This is what we ask of all our listeners today. Go out. Have something that you loved as a kid. Uh, get it at the supermarket. Introduce it to your kids if you have kids. And tell them, explain to them why you liked it. What was so great about it. Um, odds are those internet... Um, people who have the attention span of a flea, they won't really like it or care for it. But hey, you could tell them anyway. The other thing is, 
you know, make sure to join the class action lawsuit with yeah. uh, Pop Tarts. Join the Pop Tarts class action <laughs> lawsuit. Don't forget to vote for David for class uh, most popular. Which no, definitely, definitely don't vote for most popular. All right. With that, I'm Michael Carter, and I'm David Michael, and we are ridiculously, ridiculously bored. bored. Vote for David. <laughs> <laughs>